0: This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com.
1: Live from the short, the
0: Pink has match, big crack a You looking for the fattest This is where it's at. Windows tenant, seats for climb. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's money.
2: Yo, what up, though? Sheman your man Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tim tinfoil hat titan, a.k.a. the conspiracy realist, a.k.a. the technology snob. Steve Jobs Jr., don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the gold say, J.U. Ice, young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me a.k.a. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up?
1: What up, though? And it's your man Dame going Wild, the West Side Landlord, the pride of PA. Hi, Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you not saying it right. God made dirt. Let's go. What? <laughs>
2: you know, dirtbag Dame. God made dirt. And dirt don't hurt. Oh, okay. I got you. I'm going to say what? Yo, this is totally random, but this, this pissed me the fuck off. You know, the, the service off called with Grumpy J next door. You ever familiar with the app? No, I'm not hip. Um, Well, it's an app and it keep you hip about things that's going on in your neighborhood. I've, I've heard you talk about it before. The title of this email says black 3 year just rescued dog ran away. Say that one more time. Exactly. I had to like, let me let me read this shit again. Black three-year-old just rescued dog ran away. I don't get it. Then it says, a black three year old dog around 50 pounds just ran off. It was just new for. I'm like, why? Do, I'm thinking like. is this like, news? I don't know why it's news, but like a black three year old just rescued dog ran I'm thinking like, is there a kid missing? And why would you start off the, the, uh, the email or a title like a black three year old? Like They, they just got to get your attention. That shit they just got to get your attention. Off, like, come on, dog. They just got to get your attention, man. What um, neighborhood is that in? This is for my fa- my parents' crib, so this is on, um, in Farmington Hills. You know, when, the further you move out, the less, like, real shit they got to deal with. That shit. I'm runaway like, dogs. Black is like, three-year-old. Like, what? I'm like, if it's a kid missing, <laughs> like, that's how The you Amber kid. Alert should be him <laughs> like, going stupid. Uh, black three-year-old is, mid- like, all right, anyway. Uh, welcome be. back, Shop Talk Podcast. Grumpy OJ. 236. You feel me? Um. You the grumpiest nigga I know, dog. You don't know many people there. Shit, everything. You don't know a lot of people there. <laughs> All right, we'll 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 find out today how grumpy. <laughs> we'll find how out. How grumpy are you? Yeah. <laughs> fuck around <laughs> and be the name of this episode. How grumpy are you?
0: Yeah, oh, I'm man. so grumpy. <laughs> right. <laughs> how grumpy are
2: you? Um... What's up, man? How was your week, dog? Hey, man. Week was good. How Th- was uh, Black Family Day yesterday?
1: Thanksgiving was uh, nice, man. I I was in charge of the turkey this year. Jerk turkey is what we had. Okay. You know, because I'm, I'm nice in the kitchen. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that before, but, like, I I probably cook better than most of y'all grandmas. I'm nice in the kitchen, like, dead
2: ass. Okay. So. What'd you pick that up at?
1: Uh, You know, <laughs> it's funny. Like, my mom taught me how to cook real young, and- yeah. I I vividly remember her making this statement. She was like, look, being handsome is not going to get you far in life. And she was like, with the type of attitude that you have, you're going to have to start cooking for yourself. Is that attitude a bit grumpy maybe? I'm I'm probably a little hard to deal with. So, you know, know, I know my way around the kitchen. And then I dated a a young lady that was like a chef for like a long period of time. like I would just like... You know, she would always cook, so I mean, I'd be sitting around in the kitchen, like, watching her do certain things and just picked up on shit.
2: Interesting that you brought that up, because that was the topic that I had. I'm going to stick at my, my mental Rolodex for a few minutes from now. Um, but, yeah, that's dope. Uh, so, how, you had all the kids? Uh, how Nah, I really don't typically have the kids on
1: Thanksgiving. You know, my ex-wife, she got, like, a huge family. Like, they got a bunch of cousins on that side, and it's just like me. So, why
2: right. is the black man, your like, dog, nah, we'll get <laughs> yeah. that shit later. You know, so I'll, y- I'll, your feelings matter too.
1: Yeah, they do, but like the kids at a certain age are like, Look, I don't I don't sweat like simple shit like that. Like if y'all wanna go with your cousins, like I I'll see y'all soon. I mean,
2: you know, whatever. I mean, you host it. Tell the cousins to come over there.
1: Uh, I think I think I'm gonna steal your idea for Christmas and host like a Christmas brunch at the crib. So, you know. That'll be my way of getting everybody there. You can open up your gifts early and then yeah, yeah. You know, govern yourselves accordingly for the rest of the day. But I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to host Christmas brunch this year at my house.
2: So was it a, did you have a, a socially distant Thanksgiving? Or yeah, it was the Same you, amount of people or? Nah, very socially distant.
1: I dropped in, uh, seen some family and then kind of went back to the crib. Uh, you know, normally on Thanksgiving I just kind of house hop. You know, I'm at go see my sister I got you know some of my homeboys their mothers are still like in town you know maybe go go by there and pick up a plate or two but you know this year I just kept it just kept it real slim because the Rona is still out here and I don't even want to take no motherfucking chances so you know one or two stops and then I just called it a day man I just called some. it a day I mean it's a long day anyway so
2: yeah um what are you thankful for man Uh, 2020 has been a year man yes uh i think a lot of us anybody who under the sound of my voice should be thankful because it's not a guarantee that you was gonna be here yeah i feel me um with regular life regular you know shit that come and then with the corona and all other stuff man um just being here and you know having some loved ones still here um which is great um i mean this year i mean i um, I left a position and got a new job that worked out really well for me. Man, new I bought, house, bought a new house. You know what I'm saying? I got like a lot of a lot to be thankful for. Yeah, man. Um, this year things could have like things could have went terribly wrong when Corona hit. You know worse, what I'm saying? Worse
1: than what they did. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean personally, I, I'm yeah. happy that it's affected us kind of minimally. Uh, but yeah, man, a year been. I'm just thankful to make it make it through. You know, my yeah. year has been crazy. Uh you know, my my health issues and, uh, you know, but I've been thankful enough to still be here. Uh, I started the process of getting on the kidney transplant list this week uh, mm. up at U of M. So that's looking. Uh, How does that work? Uh, well, for me, it's actually kind of moving really quick because I've been like compliant you know what I'm saying like when they ran all my tests did all my blood work I'm damn near where I need to be they told me I think I had my appointment on Tuesday they told me like this upcoming Monday like all the surgeons and the doctors like sit down together and come up with the plan like if any additional testing is needed but like when I talked to the surgeon on Tuesday and she looked at all, all my lab work and you know all the tests that I had done thus far she's like she didn't really think that I needed any more tests in order to be on the transplant list. So she was like, I'll probably get a letter in the mail within, like, the next few days letting me know, like, hey, you're here. And then it's just, like, more or less a, Wait. a waiting game at that point. But, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm getting the information so I can start looking for a live donor. It might be somebody out there listening to us that want to get a landlord a kidney. Uh, shit, man, if you do, you know, I'll – you know, I had an info out there soon, sooner rather than later, so we yeah. can kind of get that process started. We're gonna do the kidney thon that we talked about with a with a bunch of different podcasts. So we'll be reaching out soon for some of y'all to to tap in. You know, friends, family, anybody that wanna that want to uh, you know, kind of get it, give me that look. But uh, yeah, that's it, man. I'm just just moving forward with the process. I'm excited. God is good, man, because shit could have been a whole lot worse for the kid.
2: Yeah, yeah. man. Um, God is good, man. All God. the
1: time, thankful for you. You know what I'm saying, hey man. I'm thankful. I'm so grateful to to still be here, bro.
2: Um, this year because of Corona, um, uh, the majority of my the majority of my family was going to go down to um Kentucky, uh, for Thanksgiving. Um, but because of Corona everything was canceled, so um, I was gonna stay. I was gonna be by myself on Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. Everybody was going to Kentucky and start a new job. Had to work today, so like I wasn't gonna be able to to kind of go over that you know vacation time. Yeah, can't take no days off or whatever. So I was gonna be, you know, on some solo shit, but uh, because that didn't happen, uh, you know, I still have family in town that cooked. Uh went over there, and then the family we did a, um, a Zoom at seven o'clock yesterday, and uh, shit from about seven to nine thirty. Man, we we ran a. Um, so, look, this was how the game was supposed to go. It was like one of these, you play a song, and then the next person got to um, top that song, and then you'll vote, and if they win... Like, like if, an
1: aux chord challenge. Yeah, almost.
2: like if you win, then it's your turn to play a song. But if you don't, it's that initial person still go. And it can switch it up like, yo, the 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 song got to be from the 80s, and it got to be featuring somebody. Give me a song from the 80s featuring somebody that tops this one or you can go alphabetical like yo give me a song that starts with B then C you know what I'm saying a whole yeah, nine yeah. yards or whatever but that's not how that's, that's too many people too many old folks It's too many rules so it ended up just being yo play a song <laughs> that right. that you think but like in real life man we had like a good two hour jam session
1: that's what's up man you know what I'm saying through you, Zoom, got a, you got a pretty big family too
2: yeah man we had a uh, we. It was, it was pretty fun you know was, through Zoom you can do a lot of shit share screen. So I played all the music via my laptop on YouTube. So it come through the speakers for everybody. Yeah. I'm like, yo, does it text me or, or tell me what to play or whatever? But like,
1: so you are the technology snob of your family.
2: Yeah. One hundred percent. Okay. Um, but like, yo, uh, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't stop nothing. Like I really, really had a really good fucking time and shit. Like that's what's up. Now who's the cousin? Because I saw you post up <laughs> Zoom. Who's the cousin that had on the ghost hookup? The M want- G. <laughs> <You know laughs> oh <I'm> man. <laughs> You know, G, don't, he don't got a he don't got a piece of social media. Uh, you've never probably seen it. You, if you seen, I mean, I, I've him, seen G because I, I've met. Yeah, I've yeah. met him a
1: few times. But
2: like, if he's he's probably been on my Instagram. But like, as a kid, <laughs> like you got to find, you got to scroll back some years to find a Who picture. Who he hiding uh, from, uh, man? Who he hiding uh, well, from? G, you know, he was in the, he was in the army. You okay. know, At some point, but uh, his daughter hopped on uh, too. Um, shout out to Gianna. Um, but look, man, we had a really, really good time and uh got me some good food then you know went to the cook Who cooked?
1: uh Netta cooked. that's right that's right yeah man what was the spread looking like I, f- I believe cousin netta can cook
2: yeah we had some mac and cheese some sweet potato um some mac fried and cheese chicken.
1: the style's p of thanksgiving
2: right um why do you say the style's p
1: because i mean people want to play like jada's the star of the locks which you know for the most part he is and that's the turkey but like, don't nothing come together with dinner without
2: mac and cheese. I would say Jada Kiss is the mac and cheese. Styles is the stuffing of the turkey. Okay, because like, like stuffing ain't V star, but you need that fucking stuff in there. Like,
1: what's 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 a Thanksgiving dish that is a, besides the turkey and mac? Because those are like prerequisites. Oh,
2: so we had some 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 honey glazed turkey. I thought this shit was ham, so I didn't touch it. They were like, no, that's. That's honey glazed turkey. Like the you're shit. not the only. Po- I saw somebody else talking about it like was honey sliced. baked ham
1: ha- makes it, like a turkey.
2: It was sliced like it was turkey. I mean, like it was like I thought it was a fucking ham. So I didn't choose Like no, that's turkey. Then I slowly took it by yo. That shit was fucking amazing. Honey glazed turkey. I'm gonna have to fuck yeah. That. And, I mean, it, it wasn't no legs and no shit like that. It yeah. literally was sliced. I'm like yo, that shit was fucking amazing. Okay. Um. But any must
1: haves for for uh. For Thanksgiving
2: Um Cranberry sauce out the can
1: I don't fuck with cranberry sauce
2: Like listen I, I know your aunties and your grandmas And eat, maybe even you Y'all got like this special Ingredients and special recipes Fam give me that shit in a can dog. I want Ocean the ridges spray? I want the fucking ridges I don't care about the I know it's been in your family for years And it's probably great Eat that shit on a regular Sunday On Thanksgiving Bring that shit out of the can with the ridges. I do not like so cranberry I to,
1: sauce. I just don't fuck with it. So
2: I know where to cut it, too. By the way, <laughs> like put that shit on. It's like it's like fancy Jello. That's all it is—is is Jello. You know how I feel about Jello. You know what I'm saying nachos and Jello. You know we we like hand in hand. I got a I got a list of food. And shit that uh I fuck with. I can fuck with any time of day.
1: Nachos is at the top of your list. Uh, anytime me and you have been out to dinner and nachos is like somewhere on the if menu. If it's available, I'm you ma- get nachos. I'm probably gonna try it because like, that's that's typically high end with pizza. Like I'm gonna take my and shot I judge with pizza restaurants
2: in different places I'm like what kind of nachos they got though. Like I want to know the the consistency of the cheese. How the fucking chips are, are they? Are they small? Are they big? Are they triangle? Are they square? Like I need to know. Like how is they pico? Like, how are they tomatoes? You know what I'm saying? Like You're a nacho your snob? <laughs> yes. Now, granted, I'm still going to eat the nachos. Like, I love pizza.
1: Like, I love pizza. I, eat I pizza. can eat pizza seven days a week.
2: I eat some trash-ass pizza. Nigga, I eat frozen pizza. I
1: Nigga, eat gas I'm station pizza. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, be I be eat pizza. I
2: because I be eating. I go to fucking Myers and get the uh, three for 10 or whatever. And get, run them. Arts they be pe- like $2.
1: Arts Liquor Store on Eight Mile and in, in Evergreen got some of the best pizza in the hood.
2: Hell yeah, that's right across the street from Tony, Tony Rose. Yeah. Nigga, we used to be in that bitch all the time. No, come on, man. But like, I eat, some, I eat trash pizza. Like, I'm going to eat the shit. Tombstone,
1: like, okay. DiGiorno, I'm fucking with it. Yeah.
2: And then, like, so. I throw them oven pieces then I like I <laughs> so I be having shit in my fridge and I cut that shit up and put a bitch on the pizza too. You know, like, you just
1: you you just step it up a little bit. That's you know
2: what, what I'm all. saying? But look, I eat some trash pizza, I eat the nachos, but um it really do matter. Like I, I I am a snob when it comes to that shit. Um
1: Who got the best nachos? Like just uh, around the metropolitan area. Like give me a top three.
2: Oh, that's tough, dog. It's, it is really tough. So it depends. Like so, like I like chicken nachos too, right? But then it's like, do y'all got shredded chicken? You know what I'm saying? Like, Azteca got shredded chicken Um instead of them like, like chunks I, of chicken. Yeah, like I don't like them big ass square chunks. Like I don't like that. You well, know I mean, I'm gonna eat it, but <laughs> like it really do. It, it really do matter. Uh, it do depends. You know, you used to have some some good ass fucking nachos with champs.
1: Oh, I remember. Champs I used, used to, to, to fuck with good champs.
2: Good as hell. Cause it's a it's a it's something about the. The size of the nacho, the kind of tortilla it is, and the, the kind of cheese they get. Some people put the, the nachos when they just melt the cheese. I'm like, which is cool, but when you got like, for lack, squeezed cheese, for lack of a better term. You know what I'm saying? Like
1: Squeezed cheese is poor to me. I
2: mean, I don't, I'm not actually talking about squeeze cheese, but you know what I'm saying? The consistency. I got you. Listen, dog. I'm about to get excited. This <laughs> I see, I see. You
1: you talk very very intelligently when it comes to to nacho connoisseurry. Kind of
2: so you sent me that one thing. Uh, you sent me that shit the other, day, the other morning. Uh, oh, when but, they was having nachos for Thanksgiving. Uh, this So I got to paint the scene for y'all. It's a big ass kitchen. T- well, dining room Dinner table, table. Yeah. And the whole thing is covered with Oil. aluminum foil, and then around the entire square ain't nothing but nachos. And, and, and stuff, and then the nigga got a big-ass pan of uh, cheese, and he go around, and, like, the whole family is... is. I'm like, yo, if it wasn't, I need a little bit of dividers in there because I'm kind of picky. <laughs> like, Are you one of them niggas you don't like your food to touch? No, nah, I don't like other people to touch my uh, food. I mean, what else? And, like, why they eating this shit? Like, <laughs> yeah. no, nah, uh-uh. Uh, but I don't care about that food touching shit depending on what it is. Like, I don't need no greens juice running into, like, some bread or some shit like that. That's That sogginess is is not not worth I that. feel
1: you. I'm, not, I'm I'm not knocking it I, I had no critique about that
2: but uh yeah man that shit was fire dog I used to tell my mom when I was a kid like look I want you to throw me a birthday party and I, all I want there is um <laughs> first off fuck y'all in all, advance in advance <laughs> okay but when I was 8 7 8 gram like look I want a birthday party and I want soft tacos maxi melts junior bacon cheeseburgers and uh, White Castle cheeseburgers, and that's all I want on the table. Like we ain't got to cater nothing like them. That's what I want: soft tacos, Mexi melts, and what else? Dream bacon cheeseburgers, and uh, cheeseburgers from White Castles. Like each table, like Boy, hey, your mama didn't do that. She wasn't gonna have all them kids blowing out her motherfucking <laughs> bathroom. All them strangers. It never happened, dog. But like growing up, like that was the greatest shit in the world. Like nigga, my love affair with. Before I stopped fucking with the swine, junior bacon cheeseburgers. I remember mean, when Woo. them bitches was ninety nine cents. Yes, not a niggas got hit. <laughs> they
1: like two and some change, but yeah, I remember when them bitches was ninety nine cents.
2: Yeah. Anyway, um, Thanksgiving was cool. Um, hopefully, everybody had a good time.
1: Yeah, man, fellowship with with family when you
2: can. Social social distance that thing. So look, you you mentioned earlier that uh when you were talking about cooking, you said you you used to uh had a dated woman who was a chef or whatever.
1: Yeah.
2: What's something that you didn't picked up or learned from like a past woman you have been in a relationship with? Has anybody ever taught you something yeah. other than the cooking? Yeah, other than cooking and
1: like fucking. Uh, you know that I guess that kind of goes without saying, but yeah, I. I dated a young lady that, you know, man, I, this is like, kind of like my first real like dating experience outside of like me and my wife, like separating. This is like the first thing that I kind of dove into. And I hadn't, you know, I hadn't really dated a single mother and like watching her like handle business Like, month to month and how she, like, kind of took care of shit and, like, literally made something happen out of nothing. Like, that was – that shit is a skill. Like, Mm. And then, you know, I'm not afraid to admit it. When my ex-wife left, she did all the grocery shopping. Yeah. So, like, the first time I had to walk into the grocery store, like, by myself – you know, I wasn't shopping with. I wasn't shopping effectively, not using the list. Like, nigga, by the time I made it home, I was like, I got a bunch of ground beef and Doritos and Kool-Aid. <laughs> but then I'm like, how the fuck I'm going to plan out a meal for? I done spent $200 in Myers. Yeah. And I don't have, like, no real shit to plan out, like, a meal for the week. Like, we got a bunch of snacks. Yeah. We got, like, you know, filler type of shit. But I didn't have, you know, meal shit planned. And, you know, I dated somebody that kind of, like, helped me. Like, get that aspect together because I just really didn't, you know, I was oblivious to it because the, the lady of the house did all of that shit. Nice. I just put groceries up and, you know, went to the fucking fridge or the refrigerator. I mean, the fridge or the freezer, and the shit that I wanted was there.
2: You think you've, uh, well, I am know, you probably have. So what 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 do you think you've taught somebody? Have you ever, like, yo, whether they knew what you what you was doing or not, like, have you ever, like, gave somebody some game?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I did help one person in particular. I helped her start her business. Mm. Like, not not necessarily, like, put the, the money behind it, but, like, the whole structure. I helped her find the, the facility, like, you know, where we could purchase the supplies and things that she needed. Like, I helped her get her business off of the ground. So, yeah. I mean... You know, cause she she had the she she knew what to do, but she didn't have the acumen to like put everything together. Yeah, and like I helped her set up her LLC and like walked her through the whole the whole shit, and you know started her gigs. I mean, she and she's still in, like she's doing really well. She's still in business right now. So, but I, mean, I was thinking about earlier. She owe me <clears> ten percent. <throat> I
2: was thinking about a conversation, and it was like, um. Let me see if I can find this shit. Um, it was a screenshot, one of these memes, and it got me to thinking. It said something about like your ex. Let me see if I can I want to find this shit because I want to fuck up the quote. Um Let's see.
1: Can you think of anything off the top of your head that you didn't you didn't learn from one of your
2: exes? Um so a lot of the, some of the women I've I've dealt with have definitely put me up on game on certain things they look for when they go into a person's house for the first time.
1: Ooh. It's okay. like
2: when I'm 18, 19, well, 21, 22 years old, when I got my own place, me and my brother stayed together. But when I got my own apartment, like he just I mean, like, I'm like, you be a nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like you clean how niggas clean, yeah. you know, clean how like a woman clean. Absolutely um and there's like certain things like so like she was like yo when you go into somebody's bathroom we always look at the bottom of the toilet oh that's like, a good one the 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 crev like what around them around them now you know what and i'm saying? And, like, and i was like yo i used i clean the toilet but like i never clean i used to clean like the base of that shit because i don't know <laughs> Nigga, i'm, I'm like, not peeing <laughs> on the floor <laughs> but you know what i'm saying there's certain little shit like when i um I used to live with a woman. Well, before we even quote unquote lived together, this was like we was just friends before we was really dating, house burnt down. She came and stayed with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I remember that story. Um uh, so like the first time I came back to the crib, like the house was like spotless and shit. And like I because so I like my my the vacuum lines and shit like that. But she had the like the air freshener shit that you put on, a, put
0: on the on carpet. A, the
2: carpet and shit. Never used that shit before. Like that wasn't that's not that wasn't my, my duty at the crib, you know what I'm saying at home. I feel you. But I was like, hmm. But it just so many things you pick up from so different so many relationships that help you in that relationship and next. Um, and it's like, um, is it ever? I
1: can think of something I stopped doing because of somebody I was
2: dating. What's that?
1: Dog. I used to think this shit was player. Nigga, I had like these uh, animal print satin sheets. Yeah, it's not playing. <laughs> <laughs> I used to think it was playing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got somebody coming over. I'm gonna put these sat. I'm gonna put these zebra striped satin sheets on the bed. I'm gonna kill them. I'm gonna kill them. And I had somebody was like, uh, she she like took my sheets. She's like, no, I don't never want you to put these on your bed again. And she bought me. Bought me like you know a, a gentlemanly pair of of bed sheets, but I thought the satin boys was killing them.
2: The sheet, the bed sheet thing is is a, is a thing too, cause like you, some shit you just don't you don't care to think about. You know what I'm saying? I
1: mean, nigga, like, I can remember a point in time I ain't put pillowcases on my no pillows. I, I know, I know, judge away, judge away, but like that's how savage I was living.
2: No, I ain't. I need it. a
1: pillowcase for. I grab like an old t shirt or something.
2: Man, I can't find this shit, man. But it essentially says something to the effect that, like, um, you know how people be like, man, she messed up not getting with me or they messed up when they dumped me or when, like, your ex is not in a worse position because, like, some people are like, yo, I'm a good person. If only this person would have gave me the time of day, then they like, like, no, fam, you could be a great person. But if it ain't the greatest person for them at that time, it don't matter.
1: They're not missing out. You know, I always hear, and, and I, and to kind of touch on that point, you know, like I always hear women talk about like how good of a woman they are. You only are good a good woman to a nigga that wants wants you to be a good woman to him. That shit is like relative per nigga that you deal with. Like just because you dress nice and you got a job and you keep yourself together and you can cook and clean and you cute, that doesn't make that doesn't make you a good woman. That doesn't even make you that doesn't make you a suitable partner for most niggas. That's just, you know, that that stuff is cool. That's like prerequisite shit, but that doesn't make you a good woman. Same, same on the flip side for niggas. Like, you know, I take care of my kids i pay my bills i go to work like oh okay, and the fuck you should but that doesn't make you a good man to somebody neither
2: yeah man That, that i don't even like what makes you a, um, a good person and a good human being does not make you a good fit for another person's life yeah you know what i'm saying um so then i started thinking like yo if everybody got their fairy tale way of how everything works out You find a woman in your dreams or the man in your dreams. Y'all get married. Y'all live happily ever after, right? Never get divorced. Excuse me. Uh, You're the the last person you meet. you Popeye's. So it's like, if that works, that means you only had one relationship that worked and every single one of the other ones failed. Doc,
1: I had this conversation all the time. Like 99% of your relationships are not supposed to work. That's not who the fuck you're supposed to be with. Like only one is going to work. Whether it take, whether y'all together for nine years and it don't work, whether y'all together for nine months and it don't work, that's not the motherfucker you're supposed to be with. So it's not going to work.
2: So, but like if you didn't have those failed relationships, like you wouldn't have been ready for the person that you finally got. Right. So even when the relationship don't work, it's a cliche, but, like, don't take it as a loss. Take it as a lesson. Like, you'll be picking up shit for people. Like, there's people I didn't dealt with, shit, I don't know, for the last 20 years or so. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, once you're out of high school, 20, like, you got 20 years of real relationships now. Yeah. Because, like, the high school shit is the high school shit, right? But, like, for the last 20 years, all them people that you dealt with directly, indirectly, long term, short term, like, they all mold you and you pick up little shit. And some of
1: your exes are just good for character development. No, in like real life. not not like this is like you you su- you're supposed to get hurt so you know how to deal with this shit moving on
2: yeah and like in i it go both ways like some of the people that i was with helped me help me build it help my character get built and i and, and vice versa like i definitely have conversations with um with people and they be like why you you know, I think a little bit differently and you, people will be like, you have one particular idea and then I'll explain to somewhere else. Right? like, well, you know, I never really thought about that because such and such like just cause I gave you some good advice and, or made you think something differently. We went our separate ways, but like you may, that may stick with you. And like some people have said shit to me that's like, yo, I never really thought about it that way. Right. And they change who you are to an extent, you know what I'm saying? The core of you was who you are, but like, take you take different things away from different people so it's like even though certain relationships don't last or don't work out like that shit is still beneficial man because you wouldn't even i know be what i don't want to
1: deal with i know what i what i look for i know what i can't fucking deal with no more
2: yeah and some motherfuckers just like i'll never talk to a motherfucker like you again <laughs> uh,
1: it's <laughs> I don't wanna I don't I don't even wanna put out there what type of woman, but like there are certain things like when I see it in somebody that I've dated, like I just know from the jump, like this shit ain't gonna work. This shit just ain't gonna work. She just a bridge to the next thing to come along. This is not gonna work.
2: Yeah, man. It it really And I'm like and this.
1: I'm sorry like you ran into me during this time of your life, but like Baby, soon as soon as I find something else I like, this shit right here <laughs> is dead.
2: That's messed up.
1: With no closure.
2: Here you go.
1: <laughs> no closure. It's over with.
2: Um. Uh. What we was talking about? Oh, tomorrow night's fight: Roy Jones and Mike Tyson. Man, don't call that shit a fight. Don't call that shit a fight. What you think? It's it's not a
1: fight. Uh, did you see all the rules? No knockout. Somebody get cut. The fight is over with. How do you, you can't regulate no knockouts. That don't even make sense. That means you're not not swinging for the fences when you fight. I mean, that's
2: like, you know, that's, that is not a thing in real life. You cannot regulate. It says no knockouts. The the the, the fight rules say, say no knockout. The papers say what the papers say. It don't fucking matter. If after I knock you out, the fight is over anyway. Like what the fuck is you talking about? I don't think there's
1: gonna be a knockout. I think this shit is gonna be a certified pillow fight. Twelve ounce gloves, two
2: minute rounds. Like come on, man. Why? I mean, I, I can't say why would you think that, but like, have you even? I don't know how much you've looked into this or watched them. Like both of them are saying we're fighting. Fuck that paper shit. We signing that. Matter of fact, and they kept asking them, they said, I gotta stop talking because I can't say such and such because commission will get mad. Like they're fighting. Then Mike Tyson said, listen, I'm going directly at him. Like as soon as the bell ring, I'm going. He's like, anything else that happened is up to Roy. But I'm going like you don't gotta think about like soon as the bell ring, I'm going and I'm swinging punches fast. And whatever happens, happens. These niggas is about to fight. Are you gonna pay for it?
1: There's a fight party at your house tomorrow.
2: I'm not having a party because I don't want niggas at my house. But I may have like, a couple people over. But I mean, it's 50 bucks. I, nigga, I paid $50 to watch Virgin Cheyenne fight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that might be entertaining. That might be entertaining.
2: Like, obviously, niggas be mad. Like, I can't believe y'all pay. Like, it's a fight. There's some other fights on, on the ticket that i I mean, uh, I wanna, Nate, Nate Robinson is fighting Paul Nate Logan. Ryan, I want to see that. Because I want to see Badu Jack a real fighter fight. Yeah, you know I'm like it's some real fight, but like, who don't watch it? Dog, who don't want to be entertained? That's the better question. Because you motherfuckers watch the Grammys and shit. Like I don't like what like you watch versus niggas watch crime in the D. Like it's a TV
1: show. Like I just don't I. With everything that I see about the fight, I just don't I just don't believe it's going to be good, man. I I want to, I just don't believe it's going to be good.
2: Man, you going don't be you don't be one of the niggas who got to watch the fight um on Instagram after it's over. Cuz it's not it's never the same. I'm coming to your house. It's never the fucking same, dog. I'm coming to your house. Never the fucking same. I'm going to watch I haven't shit. heard the
1: invitation, but
2: I am coming to your house. And we'll talk offline, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh but listen, man, um like why would, why the fuck would I not watch it? Like them two of my favorite fighters of all time. I just don't believe it's gonna they old, and I just don't believe like the level of competition
1: is gonna be there and make it a real fight.
2: I just don't. Do you watch did you watch um Like I don't believe niggas. We watch Arturo Gotti fight. But Arturo Gotti Arturo was still Gatti, fighting Arturo sanctioned and fights. Mickey. Uh, this fight got sanctioned by the WBC. When? That's why there's a commission. <laughs> like it got sanctioned. That's how they got like the fighters got sanctioned. But like Mickey Ward versus Turo Gatti. Somebody, it's one of
1: the best fights I've ever seen.
2: Yeah, but two low quality fighting niggas. But when the two low quality fighting niggas are evenly matched because they both low, the, the entertainment value goes up. Now, if you got like a super experienced nigga with a low quality nigga, that shit ain't good. But like two average niggas scrap it. Like, come on, man. Nigga, I watch fucking prison fights on YouTube. (laughs) Wow, Jay, (laughs)
1: that's what you're watching on the dark web. Niggas fighting in prison.
2: Man, I watched. I watched like six or seven prison fights the other day on YouTube, nigga. The niggas were just (laughs) going at it. I'm like, damn.
1: Prison fighting is a whole nother genre of fight.
2: It's definitely different, dog. Because there's no there's like they everything in that bitch is concrete. You know what I'm saying? Even the 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 seats they were sitting on, like the. Everything is concrete, so even when you got a nigga on the ground and you swinging like fam, you about to break your fucking hand if you miss a shot. Like, yeah. you watch bare knuckle fighting? Yeah,
1: yeah, I like that shit. I like that shit. You know what I'm saying? And that shit brutal to watch too, dog. Like, Just niggas be getting hurt.
2: Yeah, like I fuck like around,
1: that. break your orbital bone, getting hit to the face.
2: Um, I got a good outlet. I'm a very violent. I like violence. <laughs> okay, I almost say I'm a violent person. I like violence, and I've always. Always have. I mean, since me and my brother was kids, we used to watch Rent, like, from Blockbuster, Rent and Flick, all these different places and shit. We used to go rent uh, the UFC fights. The old UFC fights. Like, one, two, when they was That like, was
1: different back
2: then. Because, yeah. like, it wasn't no weight classes. It was like, all right, you want to fight? You want to fight? So, we watched. We get them, and we watched, clearly, all the WWF, all the pay-per-view joints. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We definitely want to watch that pay-per-view. We got to wait till that bitch get them. Come on. Come on VHS. VHS yeah. You know what I'm saying? All the Halloween Havocs. What a havocs. time. What a time. Come on. Halloween Havocs? That was shit like, was good. Come on, man. What, what came around Thanksgiving?
1: Uh, Survivor Series. Survivor Series. Was it used it a, to be day before Thanksgiving. Was it one this year? Yeah. Survivor Series was this past Sunday.
2: Oh, you got your light on.
1: Yeah, I'm about to I just peek. Yeah, um, Survivor Series is this past Sunday.
2: I just can't get rid of the, the wrestling now. I, I just can't. Uh, it's not the same. It's not like the, the bunch of
1: four or five-man teams. So I just it's, don't it's like just, none it's just not of the same. new
2: wrestling right now. But whenever I need a wrestling fix, I just go buy WWE. Because all
1: you watching is WWE, man. There's some good wrestling on TV, man.
2: That shit not entertaining.
1: NXT, AEW. But, but yeah, and still,
2: you're going to tell me about... A competitive fight, and you gonna tell like two niggas on television, two midgets, because you watch midget wrestling. I don't watch midget
1: wrestling, dog.
2: <laughs> Nigga, you have confirmed that you watch midget wrestling. I dog. mean, <laughs> little people wrestling, whatever the fuck. If it's on, but like I don't go searching for midget that's, wrestling. That's, that's highly, that's highly competitive for you. Wrestling is highly
1: competitive. Wrestling is highly competitive. They, they're still trained athletes. Yes, the, the, the outcomes outcome. may be scripted. But like, nigga, I'd rather st-
2: watch Roy Jones and Mike Tyson Than watch wrestling I can't believe
1: you're you doing that to me man. There's some good wrestling on TV Watch AEW on Wednesday I so. am not watching AEW on Wednesday Orange Cassidy, Freshly Squeezed Pentagon, Freshly Chris Sp- Jericho
2: Freshly Squeezed, that's a nigga name? Yeah, he's he's good He's good What's wrong with Chris Jericho? What happened with him? Nothing man, he's, he's still actively wrestling He's really good Why still Why is he in the minor leagues?
1: Uh, it's not it's not minor. Them them niggas on TNT every Wednesday. That's re- it's real wrestling. Yeah, why they in the minor leagues though?
2: Uh Jericho was their first champ. It's good. It's really good. So let me ask you a question. The AEW champ don't want to go to WWE? He was already in WWE. If he, the WWE caught up to AEW championship. I don't right know now. these niggas personally, Jay. I don't know, but I mean, it's good I shit. I like the niggas, not the minor leagues, fam. It's, it's, just like WCW was the minor leagues to WWF. That's just how it was.
1: No, is it is it the same type of show? No, but it's an alternative to WWE. It's I good want wrestling. The alternative, I want the real. It's good wrestling. It's yo. probably better on a weekly basis than WWE. It's
2: like, yo, we can't give you Young Jeezy. But we do got a nigga named Young Jizzle. <laughs> like, no, nigga, I don't want the I would like to hear
1: Young Jizzle, <laughs> Young Jizzle from the top of the map. I'd no. like to hear Young Jizzle.
2: Like, no, we got a nigga named Jeezy Young. You know what I'm saying? He ain't from Atlanta. He from Joe. He from um Alabama. Shit, who, who the fuck knows? I
1: like to hear him.
2: Um, did we talk about verses? Yeah, man. We that was the whole show last
1: week. We talked about Gucci and Jeezy and like. The level of forgiveness.
2: Oh yeah, we did. We yeah, did, we yeah. did. You Come know, on, my, my brain. You know, my short. You smoking now? Um, but listen, man, a lot of shit happened since that Last week, man. Um, we didn't talk about last week, but like, um, the King Vine got murdered, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, uh, Mo three, out of Dallas, um, got murdered, unfortunately. Um, I like to do too. I like more three. Um, when I used to watch that evil nigga from Russia um, YouTube page, um, he used to be on there um, doing interviews, and he was a I, I enjoyed him, dog. He was a pretty talented cat from rapping to singing. A lot of gangster shit, you know what I'm saying? A lot of shit that don't need to be going on. But hey, Boosie got shot. So Boosie, he was affiliated with Boosie. Boosie went to Dallas. Um, and went to that area in that neighborhood, and his his uh sprinter van got shot up. He got shot in the leg. Then um,
1: nigga tried to rob Benny the butcher.
2: Yeah, shot butcher Benny the butcher was on the in um Walmart or some shit. I guess he was taking too long. You know what I'm saying? And niggas was not happy with you taking too long. Cause sometimes you got to, like yo, this, like yo, this nigga really gonna rob me? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, pow, you are taking too long. Bro. I mean. <laughs> You don't, yeah. you don't ever really know what type of time nigga's on. So, you know, especially if you're a quote-unquote tough nigga, you be trying to finesse the situation, see what you can do. And I don't know how much finesse you can do and a nigga got a gun in your face. Like
1: Some yeah. niggas have... I mean, I remember when Lou a few years ago nigga tried to rock, carjack Lou Williams and Lou talked him down yeah. and took him to get something to eat and,
2: like, he smoothed over the situation. Sometimes but, you don't know who it is. Like, oh, shit, you Lou Will. Oh, shit, nigga, you a... Uh, Tupac's like, uh, but like, you know, he thought he thought maybe he can finesse it and he did not
1: <laughs> finesse. I mean, you're not when you the man in your hood, that's one thing. But like, you're not the man in every hood, every fucking where you go. Like you can't you can't talk down every street nigga like you see you, that this guy. picture, Yeah. And you can see that
2: little baby is is holding. And from looks of that, that's definitely a Glock that he got his hand. He got a picture with um Bum B. And uh, he got his hand in the little, what you call the pouch in, the, in front of the hoodie, the pouch, your hoodie, your <laughs> your hoodie pouch, <laughs> your yeah. hoodie, your hoodie front hoodie pocket. And You can see you gripping the uh, gripping the pistol and shit. And it's like, yo, man, so much shit that happened in the last, and like in a week, four rappers got shot, two died, two died, like that's in like a seven day stretch, dog.
1: I've often heard Jim Jones say like being a rapper is like one of the most dangerous jobs you can have find some truth to that
2: um depending on what kind of kind of music you make i mean but you never know what type of
1: bag people are coming out of when they when they walk up on you is it i want to i want to rap for you i want to give you my i don't think niggas really hand out like hand to hand anymore like i want to give you my cd or something they like do. i mean I don't think that's effective, but I guess niggas could still be hand in hand in it. I want to rap for you. I want your autograph. Can I take this selfie, or could I, you know, try and lift this chain up off your neck and sell it back to you for double? Like you just never know what type of what type of shit niggas is on when they walk up on you.
2: I don't think Lecrae getting robbed. I don't think that's the type of energy Lecrae put out.
1: What type of chain he got on? You never know. You never know. What I'm saying Do you think? Is, do you think it's more about the mu- the type of music 100%, 100%. that they make? One
2: hundred percent. Like, he, like we used to talk about a little with the baby, like fam, You put a certain energy out there, you attract that tough. shit.
1: Yeah, he talked tough. And all you the kept
2: time. getting into you get, kept getting into physical altercations. We kept getting arrested. Over and over again, like when you continually portray yourself as a tough guy, niggas want to know. What was that commercial? When you when you play tough, people want to see how tough you really are. That's like, I want to go to, so a nigga keep bragging about a chick to the wrong people. Sometimes niggas want to find out for himself. Yeah, I want to knock her off to see if it's like, good as damn, he good just, as you say it is. I've seen that happen. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Uh, i I've, I've 100% like, yo, it's a certain energy. The Bible say death comes from the tongue. So why don't you rap about life? Shout out to PD Pistols. Um, but that's real. Like, fam, you do bring on. And the reason I brought this up, right, I feel uneasy when rappers are slain and murdered by gun violence, and then into your tribute to them, you put up videos of them rapping about murdering and shooting people. But that's what, that's what I rap about. That's what my songs is about. So why you said that they got, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, a, it's oh, one of those. No, nah,
1: I, don't, I don't think, I mean, Denzel can play Lonzo on Training Day. You don't want the nigga to get murked, though. No, but Denzel. A lot like, of these niggas are playing a, characters.
2: No, a lot of these niggas aren't. A lot of them niggas are actually in the streets. And they got murdered in the streets. And then like and, and we while well, we say, oh man, rest in peach is so bad. Then you put up a video of them talking about rap murdering or rapping or shooting somebody. Like, damn. A nigga died from a heart attack, you, you post a nigga with Big Macs or some shit. Like, like some of that shit is uneasy to me, dog. Like. Huh. Like what you supposed like or all right, nigga died in a car accident or on a motorcycle, on some on oh, no, some freak accident. Then do you just post pictures all day of of niggas and motorcycle crashes? I mean that, or? But that's what I love doing.
1: That's what I love doing. That's that's truly me and my authentic
2: self. All right, so stop with this bullshit about everybody and they being so fucking. They be so their feelings. Oh my god, we gotta stop the violence. We gotta stop all these. This what we all, all the jealousy, all the hate. Yo, rappers are getting killed. But then you post them talking about robbing and killing people, like either you dying with the car. I mean, if you with the shit or you not. I mean, it's a part of the game. It's a part of the game, right? So it, it's either, it is it, it is. It can either be like yo, it's a part of the game. He lived by the sword. He died by the sword. That's what it is. I'm to a certain extent. I'm cool with that. I think we're a little bit
1: a little bit desensitized to rappers like fall into fall into the gun violence
2: and like. Yo, this not the same as it was years ago, right? Because back in the day, it wasn't a bunch of rappers; it was like a selected few. Now everybody, with the internet, everybody's a fucking rapper. It's not this elite level of people who can't be touched. Like niggas are just regular niggas, dog. Um, I was watching on the Gangster Chronicles. Shout out to uh, uh the Gangster Chronicles. Um a uh, podcast and uh digital soap by next work and um the black effect podcast network um they had a dude on there from dallas dallas and he was explaining some of the background shit about what's going on and, and they really are on some blood and crypt shit in dallas like straight up and three of the popular rappers in dallas all got the beef in and they've been robbing and shooting each other like after uh mo three died he said like eight other niggas got murdered well eight other shootings happened and like two or three other people got murdered a couple people got shot like it was it's a lot that's going on behind that and it's not just music it's real life and then they rap about that shit he was like it's almost like they creating beefs in that drama just to have something to rap about because they it's so much you get so much attention from yo this shit's so real like it's fucked up, dog. Cause like niggas really be rapping about this shit. They just go murder somebody and then jump on the track and be like, "Yo, shot a nigga twice." Maybe yeah, before it was put life. that nigga in the dirt. Talking oh, like
1: Gucci. <laughs> put that saying, nigga in the
2: dirt. Like this shit. It's it's wild, dog. Like it is absolutely wild. But like you can't be sorry for the deaths and murders happening, and then in your tribute to them, put up a tribute. And they're rapping about murdering and robbing and killing somebody. That shit kind of stink. Like, ugh. That's like when, when 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 white media put up a picture of somebody, it'd be like a, a black person it'd be like they mugshot. You'd be yeah. like, why, why you couldn't find a better picture of them? That's what I'd be feeling. Like, when this nigga, one of these rappers gets slain or killed, like, why, why don't you find something better to put up than him literally talking about murdering somebody? But this is my music, this is my legacy. Okay, well, that is your milk, your mugshot, too. So when the white media put up a mugshot of a black man who got slain, that's him. Like, it's one of them.
1: I, I guess you're kind of damned if you do, like, damned if you don't in that type of situation. Because, like, this is the same music, like, the same music that probably put me in the grave is the same music that people love me for. I mean, you know, when you talk about niggas like Boosie or or Benny the Butcher, like they talk that street shit. Like I like Benny because he talked that talk,
2: but I mean, you know, it's it's, like, it's certain certain yeah. things that come along with it. Yeah, Benny talk he he aggressive, but when you listen to his music, he don't never be talking about like yo, I'm a shoot a nigga, I'm a rob a nigga, I'm a. He talk about plugs he met, yeah, or you know what I'm saying. He don't. It's an aggressive content. You know, you may hear like a such and such, like, a something caliber, but he his music ain't like, Yo, I'm a it's not bang, niggas. bang, shoot, shoot them up, yeah. Nigga, like, 35 years old, he an adult. You know what I'm saying? Like, his music is aggressive, it's grimy, but it's almost like, it's made for niggas like us, our age. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we didn't graduate. Is this
1: con- contemporary adult MCing?
2: Uh, What I emceeing? Contemporary adult hip-hop or some shit like that. I forget, I forget what the phrase, but, like, yeah. But young niggas, they just, they ain't learned that part yet. It's all,
1: youth is wasted on the young, dawg. Sometimes you you still in it, you still in it. Yeah, man. I like to hear them young niggas talk that talk though too. I do. What's the talk? When they talking crazy, when they talking tough. I like that shit, man. I like that shit. I like drive by music. I'm I still like gangster
2: rap. Um um, I don't know if I do or not. I don't know. It depends. Like, is that all you can do? You know what I'm saying? Like, some of y'all don't they don't, they don't even do it in a creative way. Like, it don't even sound sweet. It just sounds violent. <laughs> like some of this shit. I mean, like,
1: that's 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 just they lane though. Like some rappers, that's just they lane. That's all they can do.
2: What does that mean? Like, even if I put out bad content, it's just all right. Fuck it. This is what I specialize in. Specialize in music that sounds bad. No, like specializing in,
1: in certain certain uh, themes of music. Well, I mean, not necessarily, I mean, some of it just bad is just bad, but like certain niggas specialize in rapping. Like when I listen as to Mozzie, I know it's going to be really heavily gang tailored. You as know As much
2: I'm? as I love hip hop, my favorite genre of music, damn near, I won't say raised, but like it had heavily influenced off of hip hop. Definitely. Uh, heavily influenced off of it. Yo, this is one of the most destructive forms of music there possibly is, dog. Like, if we being honest, see Dolores Tucker, all that that niggas was right. This shit destructive. I love it, but this shit destructive. I mean, dog. it's the
1: the music and the movies we was raised off of were, were like bad for us. You know, nigga, I one of my favorite hip hop songs, and it's a classic, just nothing but a G thing, nigga. I remember that video like from. The beginning to Snoop stumbling out the car at the house. Like everything about that video like personified like the bad stereotypes that, that people f- felt about like hip hop at that time.
2: What's so funny is this a a cat though I was telling him he was explaining about what was going on in Dallas. He's uh he's about our age now, he's about 37, 38 years old. Um, but he was explaining his background, right? I guess when he was, like, uh, he did, like, 11 years in, um, him and somebody else were trying to rob somebody, end up shooting, killing them and shit, but he was mm-hmm. a minor, um, so he didn't get, he was facing, like, 44 years. He ended up getting 11, so he stayed from, like, Everton. he got out of jail when he was, like, 21 or some shit. He did, like, 11 years in. Um, or I forget the number, but he got out when he was, like, 21. The the respect and the admiration that he had for these gangbangers he was telling mca like nigga we live that shit nigga we heard you like telling him like we heard you say this this and this oh we was in it we ain't know what else to do we ain't had no daddies we ain't had on no this like this nigga was praising these niggas like and he was talking to um um mob james and i'm like yo from the west coast like i can come i could bring y'all down here we can get y'all speaking arrangements whatever we can like y'all like he was talking to them like they heroes. And the MCA was like, well, look, shit. Like, I mean, we was doing this shit, but we wasn't, like, trying to tell everybody, like, to go get – to be gangbangers. Like, this is – we was – This ki- is telling our story. We was kids. yeah. But you know what I'm saying? They looked at it, like, totally different. And then, like, they started super banging in Dallas. Like, nigga, Dallas like, – and then I guess, you know, when, when a nigga leave from L.A., make it ran off, he go somewhere else, set up shop – Oh, like it's niggas in Dallas is claiming rolling sixties. Fam. Y'all not from y'all not from LA. Now granted, like this not my lane. This not my culture. So right, you get right. put on, whatever, whatever. But like from the outside looking in, like this shit seem weird. If a nigga in Los Angeles is saying Joy Row exit nine, fam, this you're not from my neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit wow, but like it was so impactful like this is real to me this is these are movie stars I want to be like them this nigga said I bullshit you not said the music was talking about robbing shooting and killing and raping and said what do we do we started robbing shooting killing and raping I'm like what
1: but, but I've often heard you even talk about, like, when you saw Menace, Facts. like how how that shit, like, changed your scope on life. Like, yo,
2: I want a nigga. I want to – I got the braids. I want not got the sh- – like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this shit has a giant impact. But
1: but it's, it's not just you. It shaped a whole – like a whole generation of young black men around our age. The movies and the music
2: and that that's, culture that's shaped all saying. of us. So when we adults and we at this age – and we see music that's even worse than what we was listening to, it can't be like, shit, man, that's they bad. Like, we see what that shit is. And, like, we literally, like, them niggas don't got to wait a couple years to find out the results of what this possibly could do. These niggas is getting murdered while they're rapping the music themselves. Like, at some point, it's like, yo, somebody want to <laughs> tell niggas to slow down a little bit? Like, it's not, a, it's not one of them situations where we kind of think what's going to happen. Like, we know how this shit ends. And like, I ain't even doing it artistically. Like, it shouldn't even sound good. Like Ice Cube said, the gangster rap over a dope beat, and he rapped it sweet. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's like,
1: yeah, it was art. It was a, a certain level of artistry to it. But like you said, like back then, rap was a a much smaller circle and a much more tight knit community. That you couldn't let everybody in. Nigga, I can go purchase a mic. And a laptop for less than three hundred dollars, and download some beats off of YouTube, and nigga, I'm putting on a mixtape. Like I'm a rapper,
2: I don't, I can't listen to that shit all the time like that though. Like, I can't listen to murder, murder, kill, kill all day. You know what I'm saying? That shit, not that shit, bring me down. It's certain times for it. Like, nigga, I want to hear some gangster shit, but like all day, every day, like, but niggas are really on that, and then they'll do drugs. Not just we, the niggas that get linked, niggas that go get fucking on heroin, liquid heroin, then listen to that shit, and then go do some wild shit.
1: That's the soundtrack for it. That's the soundtrack.
2: Alright, so at, at some point, like niggas gotta be responsible to be like, yo, pull your nephew to the side. Pull your son to the side. Like, cause niggas our age got kids who that age rapping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. uh at some point, nigga and like what it what it really meant to me i even was on a kind but of like if you back. had a
1: son that was rapping like would you really put like son you can't rap about that or you just going to let you got to let him be an artist i don't too. have to let him
2: do shit like i don't have to let a motherfucker i don't have to let if that's not my son life and it's not going to be like nigga you not a her in the street like nigga, like you ain't gang banging or like what the fuck like you gotta and
1: and in your presence he may not do that shit but like if that's what he want to rap about if that's the image that he wants to portray for himself that's what he gonna do
2: no that's a that's that that's a deficiency that i that i would have done raising him i don't
1: i don't think so though Yes, I know. And,
2: and I think if you a father and you let your kid out here doing that wild shit, that you know he not living, and just just well, he hold gonna on, do it. Hold on, hold on.
1: Like like let's 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 paint the picture a little bit differently because we both love battle rap. Yeah, remember when uh Hitman holler and yeah. uh so
2: uh, a verb yeah and verb last verse to to holler like the you reason know. it was so impactful because he was telling the truth. He was like, "Nigga, you come from." You, you, nigga said, "Your father let you down." Because your father was the gangster Why you ran around here saying, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Like, no, nigga, you went to his college. You played basketball. He should have got you. That nigga was telling the truth. That's why he won the battle off that round. And he was like, yo, big girl. That's how sir. you talk to your son. Because somebody should have talked to the nigga. You ain't got, just because. Just but, but as a
1: parent, you can talk to your child. Like, you, you, can, you can do your best to raise them. But at a
2: certain point, they going to do what the fuck they want to do. They going to do what they saw daddy do sometimes. And if daddy was a gangster. Now you're trying to live out and be like your dad. Well, dad, you failed your son because when he was little, you thought he wasn't looking, but he was. I mean. Like, it's not that hard. When I say it's not that hard, it's like it's not that hard to say, hey, this is what happened, and this is the result of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you was out here gangbanging. You was doing this. You was doing that. Your son wants to be your fa- Like, you respect your father. Like, if y'all saw my dad doing it, I did that shit. That nigga collected comic books. I collected comic books. He was drawing. I drew. He wanted to paint. I paint. He wanted to build shit. I built. But
1: then you also have things about you that you didn't emulate from your father that you that you wanted to be on your own because you're your own man.
2: I mean, as an adult, I am my own man. As a child, I'm still a kid. I'm under my like my father. Unfortunately, didn't let me get too wild. There were certain shit I just wouldn't do because I didn't want to. To disappoint my mom and my dad,
1: but at, but at seventeen, you know, yes, up to a certain point. But when you start getting 16, 17, 18, like you, you're becoming your own person. You're gonna do. It. And, and if I want to rap about that gangster shit, and a lot of these rap niggas are young, they they kids for for so, lack of a better term.
2: So I'm, I want to get the I want to I want to try to find the point that you're trying to say. So you saying that you should let them be fake, and you should let them bring on this because. Like, what, what What are you saying that they going to do what they want to do or you should uh, allow and encourage them to do what they want to do? They're going to do what they want to do at a certain
1: point. I don't care how good you raise your child. Yes, they probably want the foundation of what you gave them. If you gave them strong background, strong morals. Yes, I believe that foundation is going to be there at the core of them. But if they decide over and above that, like, okay, yes, I was raised in a two parent household. My mom and my daddy took me to AAU games every Saturday, but now I'm seventeen and I want to rap about this gangster shit, like fuck what mama and daddy taught me. Like, this is what I wanna do.
2: So as a parent, I what wanna do you be do? MC Gusto. So now. as the parent, what do you do? You be like, fuck it, it's all right?
1: You have to you have to let your children make that make mistakes and live a life. Like I
2: can't that man mistake, his shit, but that made mistake may end his life. It's a difference between a nigga want to be a, a, a basketball player versus an architect, nigga. If I see you double cupped up and lean and being like fam, at some point it's it's still your responsibility. You still the parent. Like like it's still your this your kid that you love. Everybody be like yo, I do
1: anything for but my your kid. child, but your child becomes like. My, I, I talk about it. My oldest is 17, and yes, that's my child. But six months from now, he'll be an 18-year-old grown man. So like, that means you won't ever input no, no advice no but like the the roles change I'm I'm less disciplinarian at this age and more advisor you know I, I I'm less you know intimidator to do what I say and I kind of give him you know the the ins and outs the, the pros and cons of life
2: right but it's not about disciplinary it can, you can never be the disciplinarian but the advisor role should never stop just because they are 17. No just because and, they're and I'm not saying that
1: the, the advisor just, role does not stop, but like he don't have to listen to it
2: neither. Like, I can advise you all I like, want to. So, how my, I don't... My shit ain't, wasn't ever set up to her. After a certain age, I don't gotta listen to my dad no more. You know what I'm saying? Like on some literal but his, shit. But
1: his influence becomes less on your life the older that you get. You are... You a man with your own house, your own career, and you're living your life. And not to say that like your dad still probably still probably imparts even I just even speak for me up until the day my father passed. He was still imparting fatherly advice. But also on the flip side, I'm a man. I'm a father of my own and I lived on my own damn near 20 years and they ain't, ain't never went back home like yes. While he can impart all the wisdom and advice into me,
2: I am still my own man at the end of the day and I'm going to do what I want. I I understand that, but at some point I think we be failing. Every we be failing our children, our uncles, our I mean our our nephews. When we see out them niggas wild, and we be like, "Well, fuck, it, he gonna do what he want to?" Nigga, you still got a responsibility to say something. Like, why would you not though? Even if like
1: responsibility, I don't, I don't. It's
2: your kid that you could be seventy, he can be fifty. It's still like.
1: It came out of you. So, I mean, yeah, my dad would see me doing certain shit as a grown man and be like, yo, D, you, you know, you son, you need to, you know, taper some of this shit back. But like, I don't live here. I'm going to leave and I'm going to go. If I still want to deal with her and her and her, that's what I'm going to do because I'm grown and I don't, you know, I don't have to listen to that shit. This is my life
2: now. Facts. What I'm saying is a lot of these kids, don't got that. And, like, just thought how the nigga was saying, I can't think of his name. He was like, nigga, we ain't got no daddies. We ain't never, we ain't never had nobody. And he he broke the shit down. Like, look, I ain't had nobody to teach me to do this. I ain't had nobody to do this. So we looked up to the rappers. We looked at the shit. And we didn't fail a lot of these kids because we get them pregnant. We dip off. Some of them pick them up on the weekends. Some once a month. Some never. And niggas just out here on the streets, and they do what They going the streets raising them. They older homies raising them. They cousins. And that shit. And but then we look back like, yo, man, that shit fucked up, man. We gotta somehow we gotta fix the youth. Yeah, we fix that shit when you stop fucking random bitches and getting them pregnant and leaving them alone. Like all that shit. Like it's not like a foreign idea. Like, we don't know what happens. Like, nigga, we did not seen this shit over the last 30 years. We know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to leave that boy in the street. He's going to be raised by his mom. His mama going to have two jobs. He's going to have a lot of free time to go out in the streets and do whatever. That nigga said, my, my mama was at work from 7 p.m. to whatever in the morning. He said, nigga, we was out there doing wild shit at night. What other options she had to do? And we listened to that music and shit and she like these niggas was talking about these West Coast game bangers like they were fucking gods. He's st- he a grown fucking man who worked with the prison system and do all this extra shit. Who was saying a little bit too Mom's much? To I was
1: working eleven
2: thirty to curfew. I was trying, trying to stay, stay at five. five. Like, fam, we know how this shit ends. It's not like, man, I wonder what's going like we know what's gonna happen. Yeah. And we could we went, fuck it. You know what? Hey, fuck it, man. Get on to the streets. Like it gotta be, it gotta be something more, dog. Like we got to, like I thought niggas cared, or we care when it sound good, or like,
1: eh. or
2: there's not. A, I don't, I don't
1: know how you break that cycle. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you've never, cause, cause you touched on, I think something that's a little bit more ingrained. Like, you know, mom was doing the best she can. Like, how do you teach? somebody to be a father and they've never seen that example sometimes how do you teach a young man how to be a man and he's never had that example now there are some people that just like break the mold where they see like look this is how I grew up I don't want this to happen to my kids I was I feel like I'm a good and an involved father because I had a good and involved father like my dad was in my life up until the the very day that he died like he he I, so that's that's the example that I know I, yeah. I'm, I've i made mistakes as a father but I've always been present I've always been there I've always provided so my hope you know even I've had my son get get angry with me and and I know he's not pleased with certain things I have and have not been as a father and I've heard him like when I have a son I'm gonna I'm gonna do it well good because that means I've at least set enough of an example for you to know to to do better in certain situations like yes maybe I've fallen short of your expectations but i did the best i could as a father and as a man in that moment and what with the tools that
2: i had yeah um not talking about you specifically i think a lot of people say yo i did the best i could and they did not do the best they could you know what i'm saying some niggas will slack the fuck off like yo uh I know Christmas coming up, but shit, I'm about to go grab me a pound <laughs> like my yeah. birthday this weekend. So I know Christmas next week with my birthday this weekend. I want to turn I'm, up. I'm, I want to like some niggas give me a booth and I'ma turn up. Some niggas legitimately do not do the best that they can. Absolutely. Like
1: and, and like, you fail your children.
2: And you, and and that be the, like you. You only got like you don't know if they gonna be like Fuck it, I'm never gonna be like this, or they gonna be like I'm gonna do just like Dad did. Like you just don't fucking know. Yeah. Like. That shit, wow. And of course, I don't, I don't got a a, um, a a child to practice this shit on, but, like, I would assume just how, like, in general, when you're trying to have somebody learn something, like, there's a process. Like, you can't talk at a nigga to death. Yeah. Like, I think when we was growing up, adults said, yo, that hip-hop shit, don't listen to it, don't listen to it, don't listen to it. No one ever said Why? You know what I'm saying? Like if nigga would have told me like, yo, when you listen to bone, look at the listen to the actual words you're talking about, like you are literally inviting the evil spirit into your home. You literally scream singing in 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 harmony, Ouija are you with me?" I'm bone here. Mar-. Like I'm here. We don't hear that shit. You know a mama who looked at like or a, a dad or an uncle, niggas look like they 70 years old when they probably 22. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you you don't You hear don't know that what the shit. fuck you talking about. Or a preacher on TV. Like, no, y'all said don't listen to it. Never explain why. It never gave me a better alternative because you just didn't give me a better alternative. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, like, I love the music so much, man, but some of that shit, it's, this shit is destructive, dog. Like, we can't act like it ain't. Some of the music is destructive, not man. hip-hop as a whole. No, 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 because it's not
1: just all hip. Like, yeah. I don't want to be... Now I don't want to be the grumpy old nigga and, like, oh, it's
2: hip-hop's fault. Like, nah, no, like,
1: some of this shit just
2: crazy. And it's controlled by the white man, the devil. All right, Jay. Radio 1. No. Clear Channel. Commun- like, the music that's popular is popular for a very specific reason. And you know what, man? I didn't understand it until I actually worked in radio because,
1: you know, being from the outside, and you you probably know this with, with your mom working you know, for a clear channel station like you know, my first day working on the radio station, I really thought like, "Look, ain't nobody listening from six a.m. to noon. I can play whatever the fuck I want." No, I have a playlist of everything I'm going to play in the order it has to be played oh, from then, six a.m. until I leave that shift.
2: Oh, number one song in the country gonna play four times. Yeah, like oh, you know, my mom was like, "Oh, it's gonna play at this time, this time, and the this pro- time." The the biggest the biggest times of the day. Yeah, like oh, this you're gonna is- hear it at the top of the hour. And, like, she, at the time, she worked in traffic or uh, essentially, like, when somebody purchases a commercial, make sure the commercials are put in certain spots and make sure they run. So, like, oh, this commercial needs to go on right before because, you know, they be like, yo, WAP coming on up next. Yo, this radio, this commercial slot got to go here because niggas not getting out the car because they want to hear WAP. So now you about to hear about... Bob's cleaners and then WAP. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, it's like it's a it's a it's a particular reason why certain themes are being pressed. We talked about that hip hop shit, um the gangster rap music and all that stuff. Like that was a theme that was pressed, and then they gave you the movies, then they gave you the, the 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 audio to take home. It's a theme that got pressed, and things that are popular right now, they're popular for a reason. And then every once in a while, more often than not now. A song breaks from the internet, and then it just grows organically. And then they take it and then oh 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 niggas and niggas over here fucking with this. Let's take it. Let's put up a whole media campaign around it. Now, oh this was a one off. No, we need you to drop an album, sir. Then got Bobby Smurda whole team indicted. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, yo, this is yeah. that's a song he did for the neighborhood. He didn't think nobody was gonna hear that shit, which is why he said. All his friends names And what they was doing Like that was some regular shit It got put You know why that song got popular
1: Nah educate me
2: That shit got popular by mistake Cause that shit got posted And when he threw the hat up It was a joke And it would turn into a meme Cause the hat didn't come down But everybody started Putting that little clip on there So many times The niggas went and looked And found the actual song And then was like Oh this shit kinda catchy let me watch the whole video so i can see what it was and that shit just accidentally blew up and it turned into what it turned into he should be coming home next year i thought uh-huh. it was
1: this year corona you uh-huh. getting pushed back yeah but like Ka- kwame was supposed to come home this year too
2: <laughs> yeah what happened to that right around election time uh, it came and it went niggas all yelled, he's getting word he's coming home tomorrow what happened to <laughs> kwame's still in jail like what happened? And that's like month?
1: the second. That's like the the second or third second time. time this year. for Yeah, sure. that that rumor, like, oh, he definitely getting out next week. That was very certain.
2: Trump was like, "Yo, we ain't winning Michigan. No, fuck that. that Keep him I in there. Keep him in there. <laughs> if we would have uh, recounted, he'd have came home. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, it's 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 just fucked up, man. Where we is, we just sitting there watching the tragedy happen, It's about to happen, and we like, oh, right, we cool with it.
1: But if people I think people are less invested, if it's not mine, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do I I believe in like mentorship and like kind of putting your arm around a younger dude, because it may be somebody that you see potential in, you know, I know for me, you know, and I probably haven't talked about it that much. I had a mentor of mine that really like shaped the way that I saw the world at that time like I was a young father and like you know I wasn't like no wayward soul like you know I was working I had a you know I was married had my son but like you know there was a a older gentleman that my pastor at the time had introduced me to uh, who still runs a business in the city of Detroit very successful and took me under his wing and showed me like the way that he did things, invited me to his home, invited me to events, had me around his family. And I saw like how he ran his business, how he conducted his personal business and professional business. And that really like shaped my mind. I never forget like he was a he had an opportunity to buy like 10 franchises and he was like, Hey, we gotta go to this meeting. I'm thinking like, you know, it's gonna be a meeting at his office. Like, nigga, I flew we flew private to Atlanta, had the meeting, and I was back in Detroit like before rush hour. And like seeing that helped me shape help shape me, shape my mind on like, oh, this is how like business Really gets handled, and yeah. I would have never seen the other side had not he saw a little bit of light in me and decided, to, you know, you know, this is my pastor was like his, his frat brother, and he decided to put his arm around me and impart those things to let me see something different because he saw a little bit of a little bit of a potential but I mean he had no reason to invest in me other than a friend of his called in a favor so I mean uh, a lot of these young dudes don't have people that are invested in them or want to see better from them or even see potential for them to be better
2: yeah man um, I think that's that's 100% true and I, I guess it's um, I mean it's it's up to like if we really do care about black people in the state of our Society, culture, the whole nine yards, and Black Lives Matter. Like if they matter, we should probably grab them before. You know what I'm saying? What What's the quote that it's easier to, to train up a child than the
1: the the than rehabilitate a broken man?
2: Yeah, I don't want to butcher the quote. Yeah, but, but it's it's
1: something. It's something to an yeah. extent.
2: But like, yo, let's just try to get it before it's too late. Like why why try to fix it after it's broke? Let's how about let's not try to drop it. When we see we see a nigga slipping on the floor, yo, grab the nigga by the arm so he don't fall. Like we we like we really watching a bunch of people slip right now, and it's like, yo, know, after they get murdered or they died or, or some fucked up shit happen, you know, we'll play their songs and their records, and we'll, now we'll drop their name at the end of the song and say R.I.P., R. and then we are gonna move on to wait till the next one die. But but how do you? you got to also be in a certain
1: circle, you know what I'm saying? Like, why is a, a, a young Vine going to listen to Jay Johnson off the street? Are you saying, like, it should be, like, maybe, like, an a older rap nigga? Like, a, who, who's somebody Most respected? Definitely. Like, maybe, like, a nigga like Bum B. See a, see a young nigga, like, that needs some help.
2: But Do you reach these, out? A lot of these niggas ain't, like quote unquote rappers, we know who they are because they stood next to somebody who was popular, but these niggas is not popping like that. Well not all of them, right? Yeah. I wanna I don't wanna be disrespectful to them. But like a lot of these niggas are not popping like they regular niggas who live in a regular ass apartment or you know what I'm saying like they not like so far gone that it's like, yo, this nigga millionaire, what you gonna tell him? not a millionaire. You know what I'm saying? Like this nigga is a thousandaire, maybe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they not and like your local niggas who just be on in Detroit rapping like, yo, these is regular niggas.
1: They're very accessible.
2: Yeah. Like these is regular niggas living in the Like, so listen, shout out to the twins. Uh, they put me up on some shit called crown TV. You ever heard of crown TV? I'm not hip. It's on YouTube. And, um, they essentially go through and they read all the cases across the country. You know what I'm saying? So, the whole seven mile blood case that was here, like yeah. that shit is in court. And they read those transcripts and and a bunch of cats out in Louisiana. And uh, AJ, you are absolutely right. The niggas in Louisiana are crazy. Okay, uh,
1: one of the one of the three places I'd never want to go to jail is in Louisiana, New York, California, Louisiana. I never want to get locked up in none of them three places. I'm talking about
2: 16 year olds who leave school, murder somebody, and come back to school, like. That crazy, um. But like, when you going through these transcripts of these regular niggas, so I'm looking at the reading the, the the seven mile joint, right? And like, these are regular niggas that you probably even know, not like you per se, but like people know these regular streets, and you hear all this stuff. And when nigga was like, "Yo, um, so when did you start selling drugs and blah blah blah, blah. all this?" i like, "How much you making? making? Uh, well, roughly about the same I was making at insert." Um, Corporation here I was like well What if he was making The same amount of money Like why Why didn't you just Continue to do that Well Making the same amount This was a little bit faster It's like Nicky you making An hourly job And you selling crack And making the same amount Of money Like you just need help Cause it's not like yo, I'm out here and I'm no, no. You really just, you probably need a mentor, <laughs> like, yeah. like you probably need somebody to put you in a different position.
1: I, I, I remember like an older nigga telling me once. He was like, nigga, when you kind of factor in like lawyer fees, bonding out, you know, buying guns for protection, your re up. He was like, you know, the niggas that you got to pay to to kind of watch your back and watch the stash. He was like, nigga, you probably making about what you making McDonald's
2: you're not making that much money and all the money that you flash is your real money yeah and
1: i mean i know there's some you know there's always gonna be like the the status quo and there's gonna be niggas that you know rise above for you know lack of a better term that'll probably be doing better but like the most of y'all niggas if you out there on the corner or in a bando hand-to-handing like nigga ups is really hiring
2: like you can't even go to the dentist my nigga like your side tooth is missing <laughs> okay <laughs> your side tooth is missing dog uh go get some benefits i don't know
1: now but, you have a root canal you be you about you be about to die and you ain't got enough money to go see the dentist yeah
2: but I mean but now i mean niggas got different hustles you know niggas do the electronic hustle so i mean i, I guess that's better than selling crack you know what i'm saying uh, a little bit what's well, a lot less dangerous um but is it less dangerous? I don't know.
1: I know a scammer that wants to come on the show. Bring him or her on. I I invited her to come along. Like I, she has a very unique story. Uh, got locked up for it and everything. You know, it's currently like on on probation. But she wants to come on and talk about her story.
2: All right, let's do it. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Um, what I've been seeing now. This is kind of unrelated. Um. I guess niggas used to be in the streets tough, right? And right. niggas make sell drugs. They do all types of sell drugs, sell guns. Some niggas was even like the shooter who got, like it was a whole bunch of stuff that people did to get money. Mm-hmm. Um, people do whatever they need to do. I can to a certain extent, I can't knock it. But like what I have been noticing is that niggas who on the electronic hustle right now, um, there's no barrier of entry. There's no, you just doing it. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people doing it. So a lot of people who have access to a lot of different things that you wouldn't normally have access to and other people used to have to risk their lives to do it. You not doing that. And and it's kind of, I think it's like fucking up the market. And I see a lot of niggas out there doing wild shit and wild jury and wild this. And then you would think it's safer, but now y'all niggas is getting robbed and killed and like you not even cut like that like you doing white collar crime and then you fucking with you in dangerous spots off the white collar crime i guess before the danger level was higher so a lot of people didn't get into it cuz you had to be you had to be okay with the physical yeah. the physical part and i think a lot of people who are not okay with the physical part are now put in positions where somebody is physically stronger or do certain shit, and I think that's where a lot of telling comes from, and I think that's where a lot of the the the, the, the newer victims come from, because like this not really a life that's meant for you. They make sidewalks for a reason.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: everybody not meant for the street, but it's digital. The, shit. The
1: barrier of entry is is not what it used to be.
2: Yeah, so.
1: I mean, but that's for anything we talk about. Rap, whether it's rap, the streets, scamming, like the bear, like literally, if you can scrap up about three hundred dollars and buy you a cheap laptop and some internet connection,
2: I'm cool with that because the market, the, like the market, fixed that. You can everybody can make a song, but if, if I want to hear it, I want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? But like once you get into the, the electronic game, you get you get a pocket full of money. Now you start moving different. You start hanging with different people. Like, uh, I can still see through it though. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you don't got to, you you know, I don't know, man, whatever. Uh, I don't know, man, to put a ball on all that shit, man. Um, uh, It's unfortunate that all these young kids are losing their lives uh, over some rap music or some, some misguided bravado or a, a, a misguided allegiance to some shit that was set up for us to fail in the first place. Niggas is in a whole nother state claiming clicks and, and different shit that y'all don't got nothing to do with initially. I can't say that y'all don't be out there doing whatever y'all doing, and that's real to y'all. Right. But initially, nigga, that shit was set up for us to fail. Now y'all using it, y'all, y'all live losing your lives on it, and then people mourn you by putting up pictures of how you lost your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just don't sit right with me. It, it just feel weird. Whether it's right or wrong, what they should do, that shit just feel weird to me. Um, I ain't the gavel on that one. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, you got a music pick this week, man?
1: I don't. I'll be honest with you. Nothing really came across my radar that I give uh, a fuck about. But I will
2: I got a music pick for you then. But
1: though. but before but before we go to your music pick, I, I would like to add a sentence to the pamphlet of shit Jay was right about. You were you were a real friend to me this week and shot me a text message about hey man. You can get Apple Music free for four months. So I, I tried it. Nigga, I don't know how I was living without this shit, Jay. <laughs> I don't know how I was living without oh, Apple Music, dog. Shit. I know the group chat been going been going ham on me all week, but like this is this is one of the nicest things you've done for me.
2: Uh, I'm, uh, I'm glad <laughs> I'm I can thank, help, man. I'm thankful for your best buy <laughs> purchase. I'm glad I can help out, man. Um, Where's your music pick, bro? uh courtney bell as soon as i can get to this i I, uh, I
1: threw courtney bell out last week you you a week late 94 dealer was my music pick of the the week
2: yeah but i'm going to a different song (laughs) okay i'm trying to trying to connect it uh I've been listening to this shit all week, though. Uh, Poverty
1: Stricken is a good fucking album, dog. It's a good fucking album, and you know what else I like the art. You know what, what's what's underrated with albums now because everything is digital. Sometimes it's the artwork, and I like his depiction of the Last Supper on the front of the cover. Man, that shit is dope.
2: Most definitely. Um, uh, while I am trying to bring this up, I am gonna bring. I am gonna, I'm gonna talk about my whose man's is this. My whose man's is this. Is y'all <laughs> again. <laughs> Dame too. Oh man. How I get, how I get wrapped up in this shit. I don't know. This may fit you. or may not. I don't, I, don't, okay. I don't remember seeing it this year or not. Um, every Thanksgiving, you niggas be online, fake mad about Thanksgiving day text. Now we just came out of fucking global pandemic. And a lot of people that's in those texts ain't in there no more. Like your aunts, your uncles, the older for like, they not in there no more. And, like, I never understood why niggas be so fucking mad that somebody, a friend or a family member, thought enough about them to include them in shit that they thankful for. I don't like mass
1: texts, man. I don't like mass fucking group texts, especially with niggas with, with androids. I don't like
2: Hey, yo, man, I, I get all that shit, man, but that shit whacked me, dog. Like, niggas love you. They're your friends and your family. They, <laughs> these are your Just folks. Just text me
1: individually. I don't want to be in the text of 50 other people. Then now because my, it
2: changes how?
1: Because then like when they start responding back, now my phone going stupid all day. I don't I don't want that. Just, I mean, this just is text me. Text me individually and I, mean, I will text you back.
2: Okay, well what if all them all 50 of them people text you individually? It's the same shit.
1: <laughs> Those are one off conversations. You know it's not the same. Listen, case. whose man is the this? Same
2: um it's all y'all niggas who be so fucking mad but guess what would happen if don't nobody think of your motherfucking ass y'all be talking about how mental health in this and I'm so lonely and depressed don't nobody care about me that shit whack man your fucking friends and your family love you and they reach out to you because they thankful for you why would you be mad because it could be that don't nobody give a fuck about your ass around this same time then what exactly
1: all right, man. I'll
2: uh let you have that my one. Bluetooth not working right now, man. So uh or is it connected to your phone?
1: No, it's never connected. It's never connected to my phone. No. Yeah, it's definitely not connected to my joint.
2: Oh, uh, I was uh it was already connected. Oh, okay. No, this is my shit, dog. Um
1: Come on, make it work.
0: Whoa, whoa. Bust my kit, he said it's been a while You know how when life hit, bust down Two Cubans, jump when the light hit, all these Crosses and I still ain't know who Christ is 36 plain Jane, rose gold Blue face, two-tone 41 President, oh wait shit, Brody got a piece I am on my way, links around My neck, proving that we still slaves So I pull up to the jeweler, wrist on Cooler, diamonds with no flaw, water ice I'm scuba, slick Rick the ruler Both ropes got two ones, looking at my Brother still lost, I got news for him, pull out Test those not gonna test us all these gems on me came from trials i've been blessed up pray they get the message because we've been too lost water ice sister go can't have these with crawl you will frog with your
2: ice, 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 ice. man a- i fuck right. with this uh cordy Bell i thought this song so dope because uh when i first peeped the video I'm familiar with cordy and how you raptor and what are you about when i first peeped the video he put the message in the candy. When I first watched it, I was like, damn, he did not switch up on me and shit. But like I don't know if y'all if y'all listen, go listen to that song. Um Just listen to the album. Yeah, Poverty
1: yeah. Stricken is a solid project. And we've had Courtney here in the studio uh once or twice.
2: Um commissary is my shit, dog. I think yeah. that's one of the best. Ninety Four Dealer is my favorite song
1: in that bitch. Man,
2: um, it's a great fucking project, dog. Uh, but Specifically, Ice. I've been listening to that shit all week. It bang, and he slid the little message in there. But if you don't, if you're not hip, you're just gonna. You, like just to, you just
1: listen to. If you're just waiting for the Ice part to come on, you yeah, missing the jewel. Ju- you missing the real
2: jewels in there. I'm saying. Ooh. The Most High gonna test us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Um, that's it, man. That's all I got, dog. All
1: right, well, it's time for the benediction of the benediction for the week, man. Because nobody knows. I need you to turn the church music up just a little bit louder for Pastor Bradley. Uh, it's your man, Dame Gone Wild on Instagram. Dame Gone Wild on Twitter. Wild without the I in it. Talk to me. I'll talk that shit back. Look, man, if you listen to the sound of my voice, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for Shop Talk Podcast. Be back another week. The brand is strong. It only gets stronger. 2020 didn't break us, it only made us better. Uh Shop Talk Podcast, ShoptalkPod.com. Book some time. We gotta
2: keep the lights on. Yo. Shout out to y'all, man. Coming up on the end of the year. I got some special guests lined up. We're yeah. about to we're about to pack this bitch out. Hold on, Here. hold
1: on. One one thing that one thing I do wanna touch on, Black Fridays. Yep. We got him coming in the studio, but I just want to give a shout out to this brother, Asim, Pro- Asim uh, Products. Uh, hold on. Let me, because I don't want to fuck it up, because he's been good. Asim hey, Supreme. Asim Supreme Products. Look, man, he got all type of all natural soaps, balms, shampoos, conditioners, and like me and Jay can attest for it. These are products that we both have purchased and used. I'm growing my beer back. Yeah, man. Good shit. I've been using the beer shit. That shit smells good, though. It does. It's it's like cologne. <laughs> it smells like cologne on your face. I always get
2: compliments when I wear it. Shout out to Barry, Black Owned Operated Black History. Barry, I need a pink Gators hoodie. Double X. Fan. Um, I went to I, I went and shot Black today. I went and cop a couple of hoodies and a, um and a candle from um the Uprising Network. Um, Barry got candles. Yeah,
1: didn't even know. I'm and lighters to
2: and lighters that say Black Owned Operated History. Okay. Um, shout I'm out wearing to- one of the hoodies today. Shout out to Bulwark. Um, Get your Christmas ornaments and, and all the other stuff. Um, shout out to Boardwork on Instagram. Yo, shout out to our good friend Crystal. W by Crystal White. Man, she, she doing big
1: moves. She's going to be in town, like, around Christmas. And I told her to fall through because... I want to hear where she at now, man. We've seen the journey from its inception, and I see I see her bubbling and building. I'm so proud
2: of her, man. She's doing a really good job, man. She's on Channel Seven News the other day. Yeah, um, just doing a great job. So shout out to her, man. Support. She's made for this dog. She's made for that shit. Facts.
1: And shout out to y'all ladies that be looking good in that W by Crystal Wright workout gear.
2: Facts. And um, listen, man. Today was Black Friday. Did you do any Black Friday shopping?
1: Uh, just a little bit of shopping. Started a little bit of stuff for the kids.
2: Um, I decided I'm not buying anybody anything this year. Only myself. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've never done that before. But this year is it. How's that going to work out for the woman in your life? I'm buying only myself things this year. Okay. So, 2020, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just is what it is. It is what it is. Um,
1: You're going to be enjoying the players off season where you are single from... Right after Thanksgiving to the day after Valentine's
2: So listen man, I told you guys uh, My name is J-A-S-O-N July, August, September, October, November uh, Today's November the 27th You know, after November is all downhill from here You know what I'm saying Because my name actually spells out July, August, September, October, November Yo, July through November was great for me You know what I'm saying New job, new house, all, a whole bunch of shit I only need five months out the year, my man You know December Oh well (laughs) Oh well (laughs) See you niggas in July (laughs) Listen man ShopTalkPodcastStudio.com That's the place where you need to book some time Not on my phone You feel me? I need you to see the blue and the black And know where you at ShopTalkPodcastStudio Book some time I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast But we are Jane Dang. Hell yeah Peace